Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Sitting on My Soapbox. It is Friday, August 23rd. 2019. We're at the end of another week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're sorry we're not able to be on the air yesterday, but we're glad to be back with you and finish up this week that has been chock full of news. I am your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a second, we'll bring on my illustrious co-host, author and uh, writer and actor, Craig Hurley. Uh, We hope you'll give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind of all the stuff going on this week or any news you have of your own. You can call us at 347 989 0126. That's 347-989-0126. So let's get the show started. Stand on my soapbox and start talking. How are we doing, buddy? Did you just call me luscious? I wasn't sure what I, what I heard there. Illustrious. Oh, illustrious. I thought you were calling me luscious. And I'm like, dude, you're not allowed to say stuff like that to anybody anymore. We're we're all you, being. You Omar are, was just talking about that. We're being. We're we don't you know like, uh, it's it's extrasensory, uh, political correct uh, uh, perception. I guess is is the way he he called it. Um, where we were supposed to know in like the 80s and 90s and 70s, you know, that in 2019 people would be reacting the way they do when you compliment them. So uh, you know it's. <laughs> I don't, did you just call me luscious? Now, I would like, not be you, using you luscious on you. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> really? maybe Luke Perry's son, if we were talking about him again. I wouldn't take I would have gotten enough trouble with that. I could go back to that one. But uh, other than that, no. <laughs> Luke Perry's son, Jack. He's luscious. Go. Yeah. He would yeah, be, uh, we, we can go into that, but no. <laughs> we're supposed to have, we doing, yeah, we're supposed to have according today? to Bill Maher, we're supposed to have ESP, you know, in the in the 19, like we're supposed to know what where we were going to be at at this time as far as any political correctness is concerned. So, you know, anything uh, from the Me Too movement to transgender to, I mean, it's just anything. So. I, I think it's really interesting that, you know, it's like, wait, what did you just call me? You can't hit on me that way. Dude. You can't compliment me that way. Not in this day. Illustrious. Illustrious. <laughs> okay. I need to enunciate uh, better. I would have taken luscious as well, dude. I, 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 I would have taken that. I, I would have been fine with that. There you go. There you go. How's your day starting off? It's all right. It's hot once again. It's hot. Well, talking about the weather for two oh, seconds, we might have a caller. I'm going to go uh, check and see who our caller is and talk about the weather for 30 seconds. I'll be right back. Wow. Really? 30 seconds? You're going to leave me hanging for 30 seconds on this? The weather. I, I, dude, I, I, it, it's been a nightmare all over the place. How's that? There's tornadoes everywhere. We've had more tornadoes this year than ever. Uh, we're looking at a hurricane season that is really – we're late in the season now. In, in late August, we're way late into the season and it really is just now starting to pick up as far as hurricanes are concerned and as far as severe weather is concerned, at least down there in, in Florida. And they're already uh, dealing with all that, 28 inches of rain. Yeah, they're dealing with all that. Uh, but um, speaking of Florida, the thing that I'm actually really concerned about are the Florida Panthers and the – and I'm not talking about the football team – uh, I'm talking about the actual Panthers. Um, any epidemic, any virus, any pandemic always starts with animals. And, uh, I mean, they even included that in The in the Walking Dead. And this has been longer than 30 seconds, Scott. You're, you're really going to have to come back on the air or I'm just going to be talking about viruses from cougars and from panthers in Florida for the next hour. But uh, it all starts um, – are you there? I heard yeah, you here. come back. What's up? You didn't come back. Oh, okay. All right. 
Yeah. The Panthers. Something about no, the I Panthers, was, I heard. Yeah, no, I was talking about, you know, how all the viruses and, and pandemics, uh, they always start with animals. Um, and we currently, and even in The Walking Dead, it started with the animals. Um, and they got some type of zombie virus, and then, you know, we got it. Uh, so uh, the, that's happening down there right now. There, it's a neurological virus. Um, so all the and there's only like 130 panthers left in Florida in the wild. There's not very many of them left, and they're all becoming paralyzed first. But it's a it's a it's a serious problem that we should be paying attention to because we could have you know some type of virus that's going to do the same to humans. Right. Yeah, we talked about that the other day, and and it's weird that it's only yeah. contained in those three areas, three counties. I guess yeah. that makes it just kind of suspicious to me. It's kind of weird. Well, I think the majority, the majority of the the Florida Panthers actually live in that area, so that's probably why it's contained. You don't see Florida Panthers all over the state. Uh, there, and especially because there's only 130 of them left. Um, so, but it's affecting other cats as well. It's not affecting just panthers. Uh, it's affecting cougars down there and it's affecting, uh, other, and they don't know if it's going to go to domesticated and it'll spread quick. It's, you know, if it's a virus, it's, it's gone. It'll, it'll spread quick. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, um, I'm having a little technical issue here. We're going to take a real quick okay. break and come back. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have lots to talk about today. There's lots of stuff in the news. We have stuff going on with China again, of course. Supreme Court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had a little cancer scare, but she seems to, she seems to be okay. If you have, uh, We have Hong Kong stuff going on. The G7 starts tonight. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. We'll hear us on hold. We'll be back in just a couple seconds. We're going to play a uh, quick little song here. This is... Uh, Rise by Superfruit. Be right back. I won't just survive. Oh, you will see me thrive. Can write my story. I'm beyond the archetype. I won't just
All righty, we are back. Sorry about that, guys. Had a little technical glitch on my end. I wanted to make sure it didn't affect the show. We are back. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Let us know whatever's on your mind while we talk about the week in politics, pop culture, and the news. Uh, Where do you want to start today, my friend? Anything hitting your hot button in particular? Mm, No. Um... I saw some stuff flying around that was talking about uh, the Koch brothers and who are the um, reason why uh, the United States wants to buy Greenland. And I'm really proud of of the um, prime minister <laughs> of, uh, uh, of Finland to be like, hey, yeah, no, you're not buying it. Sorry, we're, we're not letting you dig there. Nope. Um, Denmark, right. So Denmark, I, yeah. I, oh, it was Denmark. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it was Finland. Yeah. Um, I was close. Um, both two, from what I understand, uh, pretty outstanding countries when it comes to not only socialized medicine, but socialized education and uh, presenting um, the world with a path that we could all follow in the future. So, you know, these are these are countries that are that are very progressive. And I and I don't mean in, in just a Democrat kind of way. Uh, I, I mean, as a human, um, that they are uh, very into making sure that their civilization, at least in their countries, um, uh, are, are that their society, that their people are taken care of. So that right. you know, nobody lost one of the Koch brothers uh, today. Uh, David Koch. Uh, yeah, away. no. Uh, Seventy-nine uh, years what? old. Who? Seventy-nine years old. Which David one? Koch passed away today. The one of the brothers. Wow, yeah. dude, that's big. That's big too. Um, along with Epstein. Wow, dude, forty-five just getting pounded, man. He's just getting walloped the one side up the other. Um, hey, you know that's the way it is when you're doing business with those people. Uh, but, uh, cause they're major founders and I mean, fun funders of, of all of number 45's everything, all of his antics, everything. Um, well, before him, and Republican party donors forever, basically keep uh, the Republican party forever. afloat way before 45. Yeah. And I think, yep. I don't, one of them is, is kind of libertarian in his views as far as rights and everything. I'm not sure if it's right. David, the one that passed away or Charles, the one that, um, is still alive, That's but still David alive. stepped down last year because of deteriorating health from Coke Industries. Wow! Um, wow! But they make 110 billion dollars a year. Yeah, basically. a year. So. Uh, no, these guys. Their dad supposedly, uh, Fred. Uh, supposedly, he was um, in charge of the oil refinery that uh, gave all of Hitler's. Uh, uh, jets, because Hitler was the one that developed jets. We didn't have jets before him. Uh, he actually developed like supersonic travel. Uh, so you know he had some geniuses working with him, uh, some engineering geniuses, and uh, and they and one of these people was Fred um, Koch, and uh, he was he owned the oil refinery where they got all of their jet fuel where where they made all of their jet fuel so i think it's interesting the way that you know these white supremacists seem to hang together and for years right. and years and years and years and years <laughs> and, and we all know it is we all we all see it happening and yet we you know choose to kind of look the other way i don't i don't know what the deal is you know it, there was an interesting news a, segment the other day i was watching on one of the news shows um following a day in the life and how the Koch brothers affect it. But basically, right. they affect your everyday <laughs> life and so many things from the, from the Monsanto fertilizer you use to grow your lawn yep. to the particle yep. board that's in your house to the fibers that are in your carpet by a certain company. They own all these yep. companies that have the fingers yep. in so many things. You can't go through your daily life without interacting with a Koch brothers industry product at least like 20 times a day. It's just, wow. it's just crazy. Yeah, that is a wild. little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little crazy that they industry. have their hands in so much. 
Wow. Lots of industry. And I'm sure a lot of it, yeah, but I'm sure a lot of it has to do with, like, chemical production and, and you know, like you just said, the the Monsanto fertilizers and, and chemicals and also the bug spray. Right. Uh, you know, I'm sure it has to do a lot with chemicals because it's all oil and plastics. It's got a lot no, to do with plastics. That's where they make all their money. Right. You know, all those, all those plastic not containers. not that much money. I don't, I, I don't know. I, you need that much. Do you, <laughs> I, I, there's starving. There's people that are actually starving. There's people that are actually that, that, that they don't have a house. They don't have any shelter. Right. It's 109 friggin' degrees out here in Vegas. There's people that don't have any shelter here. So you, you need $110 billion for what? For what? Right. You can't give up. Oh, I don't know, seventy billion of that, and still survive. I actually still got into right. it today. I was driving around in my car, doing my errands today, and I told you I listen to talk radio here locally. And there's this one uh, talk radio host that's been here for like thirty years in the Valley, in Ohio, and I I listen to a lot of talk radio, so I listen to his show a lot. He started out as a moderate, kind of more leaning Democrat, moderate though. And now he's turned into a full-blown 45 supporter on everything. And so okay. him and I disagree. So today he's he's on the air and he's talking about um, he's talking about how call? Elizabeth Warren proposed her 2% wealth tax and how all they want to do that the that the all they're going to do is lose their money hundred of us and they have nothing. I call and say, well, it actually makes it like 20% on what their earnings are. And it's like you know what. I don't mind you saying whatever you want to say, but say the truth facts. So I had to call in and him and I had a little argument on the air on our local nice. talk radio. How'd that go? Because How'd that go? Well, it went pretty good. And he, we kind of um, went a different way. He understand my point overall. And the point is the Elizabeth Warren health tax is to, is a wealth tax it means it's on your savings. Right. And it starts at $50 billion, $50 million in savings. So if you have $50 million in savings, you're going to have a wealth tax of 2% on that. And that is going to be used to pay for college and things, um, college and student debt and stuff like that, which I don't care how you spend it. You don't necessarily have to agree with that or not, but just for a he's saying we can't afford that's like paying 20% income taxes. It's like, no, understand economics. It's not a tax on your income. Your income stays the same. And if you're rich, you're not paying that much tax on your income to begin with. It's on your savings. And just to give an idea what that means is I, you know that I keep my money in, um, in stocks and bonds, right? And T-bills right. and C- CDs. Which my just dropped, what, 800 CD I have going on day? right now is 3.5%. Don't need to giggle. <laughs> You My current CD rate is three and a half percent. That means if okay. the if the wealthiest people are charged two percent on their wealth of their fifty of fifty million dollars, mind you, that's where it starts. Not only right. are they keeping their fifty million dollars, they're still making one and a half percent on their fifty million dollars a year in profits. It's just sitting in a bank somewhere, and he had he wow. he opposes that. It's like you don't need to be that rich, dude. One and a half percent on fifty million dollars is going back. That that counts to like three trillion dollars you can use to pay down our debt to pay for, like she like she said for schools. It could be for homeless. It could be for uh, feeding um, people that are starving. Dude, there's so there's many, so many issues. You can do there, with yeah, there's so many issues that we should be paying them. attention to. Right, and it doesn't it doesn't affect their money whatsoever. Instead <clears> of only instead of making three and a half percent which a lot of make more, um, they'd only be making one and a half percent or so, but they would keep all of their principal. They wouldn't lose a dime. So I just right. don't understand. I think it's almost a duty to our country. If you're making that much money, plus with all these tax breaks, we're giving you to make all that money. Um, it's just, I just don't understand it. I, I understand how it's taking from the people that are most productive. And I understand that. But it's not taking out of their pocketbook. It's not taking out of their living expenses. It's taking out of the money they've saved where it doesn't affect that savings. They don't lose anything in it. And the country wins. Why would you not want your country to win? I think that's un-American if you're against it that way, personally. That's my personal feelings. 
Sorry, I got on a separate soapbox on my soapbox. I just I, I'm way up high in the no, right. now. I'm getting a nosebleed. I'm, I'm on okay. my soapbox on my soapbox. It, it, <laughs> is there an apple box on top of the soapbox? Is, is this what's happening? It's <laughs> There's just an a, apple box. A little tiny. It's a miniature. <laughs> no, that's all right. No, and and you're correct to to do so. Um, you know, I. I Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six, and get up on top of this soapbox, apple box thing with him. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I, dude, I, there's a lot of decisions being made that are just horrible for our country, just horrible. And you know, this is just an, another one. And, I, and I'm and I'm just really not understanding. I I get capitalism. I want everybody to be rich, and that's what this is all about. You know, that's what this country's about. But do you really have to sacrifice our, our world in order to right. do that? And I you mean, know, today, the funny thing is, today he he gets mad at the Fed for not slashing interest rates by one percent. Um, when that wasn't what they're meeting today, to, they weren't even meeting to do that today. He was just talking about what their goals are. Is that if they see, need the Fed would drop the interest rate, but that does the exact opposite of raising of like if you put two percent wealth tax, that's on the savings. If you do if you cut the interest rate one percent at the Fed, that means my CD goes down from three and a half to two and a half percent. You're hurting the you're hurting the little guy when you cut interest rates like that. Because that's what a savings affects a rate. So he's basically doing the same thing in reverse of what Elizabeth Warren was proposing by wanting to cut the interest rate by a full percent. Isn't it? That means anyone that has any savings is losing another percent on their savings, which has been lousy for the last 12 years anyway. Right. Isn't it? Isn't it, I, I hate to be like naive, uh, but isn't it better that interest rates are down so that house sales go up? Isn't that isn't that well, yeah, and that's, and that's a different thing. Yeah, mortgages economy. are a little lower. I mean, interest rates are down. Right. Though. They're too. They're so he wants to raise lower them even more, and it does help for buying power, but it doesn't right. help for savers. So it. I understand if you need to. They use it to stimulate the economy, but we've had right. the interest rate at zero to one percent for eight ten years. They finally raised it up to two to two and a half percent. I think it's a two and a half percent now. And so that people that were savers and all this life, it just hurts savers. It helps people that are borrowers, but companies are so flush with profits right now. They're just sitting on, they don't need to borrow money. They have the cash. They don't need to do that. So you don't need to have those interest rates. Mortgages are still at a a lowest rate. We had a a great housing month last month. I think it was up 2% housing starts. We already have a yeah, good economy. You don't need a, lot to of, a lot of people are, are buying houses, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think fixed rates is still at what four percent, four and a half percent right now. It's still ridiculously low. I mean, do you remember the days it was thirteen percent on a on a mortgage? Yeah, and we've been yeah. down to four percent for quite a while now. So that is pretty low. Boy, we're we're like CNBC today. We're talking economics out the wazoo. I like it. <laughs> Give us a call if we're wrong. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. No, but I think you you have all of that those numbers correct. I think all of that's. I think that's I'm pretty close. On. I follow them along pretty. Yeah. Good. Said, we yeah. don't. It sounded right. Now that I'm semi-retired, my mom correct. is retired. We kind of rely on our savings. I pay attention to bank and interest rates and things like that all over the place to make sure we get the best deals. Because that's really when you're not making income anymore that's the only way you control how much you have or do is by interest rates and how you invest your money and so i can understand that how how that works and it's a lot different for people like me on the low scale that have a hundred thousand dollars in savings as opposed to these 50 million uh dollars plus people in the bank it's a big big difference so i get it I, i get it if you've got a company like bill gates all right I, I totally understand it. You've got a company that's a monster. It, it, it takes $6 billion a year just to run a company that's a monster. So right. when he made $6 billion, he couldn't actually be a philanthropist. He had to wait until he made double that at least in order to start giving things away. 
So, and, and, you know, becoming, you know, he, he's got all sorts of foundations set up now, but I remember right. even at the time when, when Microsoft just took off and people were like, you are greedy. And he's like, no, I cannot afford, it cost me $6 billion a year to run this company. I cannot afford to give not a dollar away. And so I, I understand that when it comes to running companies, especially monsters like that. Um, well, and even on a small scale, when it's still starting out and you're trying to stay competitive against other people that are co- in, a, in an industry that's constantly innovating, like um, computers and tech. Is. Like computers. So, yeah. Yeah. And especially yeah. then, you know, uh, you know, we're talking uh, at least 20 years ago. So when he was going through all that and and people were, you know, giving him a bunch of flack for not um, donating and not setting up foundations. And that was his reason. And I completely understand that. But if we're talking about profits, if we're actually talking about profits, not running costs, if we're talking about profits, and that's when he got to that point where he at least doubled and, you know, he got to the point where it was $12 billion in profits. And, and he's like, okay, I can now start the foundations that I wanted to. And these, you know, he's, he did start doing that and start giving away uh, big amounts of money. It's not little amounts of money. So right. I, I just, I, I'm wondering, you know, what type, if you're a multimillionaire, what type of company are you running? How big is it? How much money do you actually need to sustain it for a year? And then if you, you know, if you're, if you're above and beyond that on profits, then those are the things that we should all be concerned about. Like, you know, those, right. are, because you're making so much more than just your average person. You're, you're making so much more that there's got to be a chunk of that that actually is, you know, you, sh- you should be able to, to, you know, get benefits for it in some way. And I don't know what those benefits are, um, but, but, you know, as a person who has just an overabundance of monies and then giving them to people who don't, who actually need them in order to survive. So I see, you know, somewhere in that, in, in doing it that way, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly how to do that besides raising taxes on people, but that's not even, that's not even profits because, you know, like we just discussed with Bill Gates, you know, even if he made $6 billion, he still, it took $6 billion for him to run the company. So he can't spend not one dime, can't give it to not, to nobody, to not one person. No schools, right. no health care, no nothing. I mean, within the company, absolutely. You know, he offers insurances and pensions and stuff like that. But that's within the company, and that's already built into the numbers, the $6 billion that he spends. So it's, right. it's above and beyond money. You know, it's, it's those that, that I think we should actually be paying attention to. It's well, the, and that's, it's the uh, things that's that one of the sample plans. Like I said, it's a sample plan Elizabeth Warren has floated. Where it's two percent over fifty million, so we figure that's right. Fifty, it's fifty thousand. Um, it's costing you a hundred thousand on fifty million a year. On fifty million, you know that's pay. not that bad. That's that's not uh, bad. Yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that, that's yeah. someone buying a new uh, Jaguar for the year. Mm, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Cars anymore. Nah, it's new Jags so, are more than that. If you're if you're actually up in that league, new Jags, right. you're looking at three hundred grand. Um, but yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I, I, you know, hundred grand really isn't going to phase them. Somebody that made fifty million, it's not going to phase them. No, and like I said, you're making three and a half percent on your interest, so you're actually making um, three hundred fifty thousand. So you're still making one hundred fifty. And you're just. You're still making 150 plus grand on your money. Your, plus, you're keeping your 50 million. You haven't touched your 50 million yet, so you're still pretty, and guess pretty what? well off. Your your money's just covered a school year at some school for low income kids, right? Who can't afford exactly. to eat. Exactly. So, there, it kind of works. <laughs> that that kind of works. It, it's a little uh, socialized. Because we actually need to apply that. I, I still, I, I think Bill Maher said this. I, I, I steal a lot of stuff from him. Um, 
But he steals a lot of stuff from me. I, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I mean, this sounds a little, you know, like his writers get stuff from all over the place. And you and I have said stuff before he does. So, you know, I, I and Colbert, too. Um, but and I wouldn't put put it past them to be listening to, you know, these podcasts and getting ideas from a whole bunch of different places. I mean, oh, sure. you know, that just sounds like just sounds like genius. Um, so uh, but uh, shoot, I forgot what. Hey, I caught myself from swearing. I forgot what I was saying about Bill Maher. What was I about to say about Bill Maher? I don't know. He has so much to talk about always. So it could be anything. What were we talking about right before I mentioned him? We we're talking about interest rates and making money and charging on the wealthy. No. I don't no. know. We'll come back to it. Oh, we'll man. Because we got lots more stuff to talk about here. Um, Sorry. Marijuana this, so. bad for short term memory. <laughs> that's what I hear. Is marijuana bad for short term memory. That's that's the consensus. All right. So I'm have, so glad you answered um, me twice. Stock market woes. You're supposed to say it twice because it's Today. bad for short-term memory. That's the whole point. I'm so glad you answered me. <laughs> All right, let's jump into stock market today because it closed 601 points down today. Um, yeah, today. Speaking of wow. economics, didn't it drop? It did drop uh, like 800 points the other day, didn't it? Uh, yeah, that mostly Didn't came we have back. A massive we got drop? back about 700 oh, of okay. it, maybe 600 of it oh, okay. over the last couple of but days. It, but now but it's down it another 600 six. today. So we're we're still so in we're that loss. That we lost. <laughs> but the whole thing, it's, it's all self-inflicted, oh, unfortunately. I mean, China wow. added 75 billion dollars worth of tariffs again this this morning. But wow. um, but we were going to have some good news that was going to fight that back. But um, Trump decided he had to go on Twitter and do his little tit-for-tat tweets, and so he decided to order all American companies to find alternatives to buying from China. Not ask or suggest. He ordered American companies, which he has no right to do, obviously. But he, he went on Twitter and ordered American companies to find alternate sources of places to get things than China, which, of course, okay. all the other people said, um, that takes years to do. Not that, that, yeah, we can't. Um, we have we have contracts with these people. Uh, I'm not right. sure what you're talking about. Wow. So yeah, so uh, so because of that, the Dow dropped 621 points, about two two and a third percent, and then Trump decided to add his own tariffs back to it to uh, to save the tip for tat. So he had another 250 billion dollars of tariffs. He raised them from 25 percent to 30 percent. And the other 300 billion tariffs, we had a 10%. He raised to 15%. In the meantime, we are giving farmers billions of dollars, but that's not socialism at all. So I don't understand. And, and where's our food? Where's our food coming from from next year? Because we've got you know tariffs and boycotts or, or border all this border problem with with trade there as well with Mexico and with and Ecuador flooding and, and a bunch hey. of crops. Yeah. Losing crops and yeah. Oh no, massive flooding all across. I'm not even talking about the United States. I'm talking about where is our food coming from because it's obviously not coming from the United States. So where is it Ooh, coming? Ooh, and from? bananas are having a problem down in Brazil, and I love bananas. I just read that today. There's some kind of disease. Everything's having a problem where we down get our in bananas Brazil. From. So I'm not happy with that because I like my bananas. They're torturing. They're they're torching the Amazon rainforests, and they are clear cutting them as well. We talked about that yesterday, Uh, dude. It's it's this is a nightmare. These these uh, serious these authoritarians are a nightmare. All they want to do is make money. They don't care about anything else happening. They don't care if the world absolutely collapses around them. Even though they're making money and, off of the world that's around them, right? And of course, we have to think about we have forty-five going to the G7 tonight, eleven o'clock tonight. Air Force One that takes off. All of our allies, and it's kind of like spin <laughs> the wheel. What club is Trump going to do this time on his meeting with foreign leaders? Uh, everyone's joking that it's going to be the G6 with us being kicked out. G7 yeah. minus one. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens at the G7 this weekend. Um, 
It'll be the first time that he meets Boris Johnson in person since he's become Prime Minister of England. So we'll see if they become buddies um, because they've liked each other for a while now. But they do have definite uh, opposite goals in mind. Um, So it's going to be an interesting weekend. See what kind of news comes out of that. We have so much global political stuff happening right now that it's hard to keep track of it all. It's just a uh, just too much. Sometimes it gets to be too much, you know. And meanwhile, North Korea launched two more missiles this week. Yep, exactly. So they're up to what eight now? <laughs> eight or ten since uh, we said they can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> What about yeah. Russia's new floating nuclear Chernobyl? I, they, have... I, they got a problem. They got a problem over there. They they got a problem. It's it's not even over there. It's like right across the Arctic. Like we can, you know, North America can see them. I mean, it's like it's right there. It's not, and it's going to influence our. It's going to influence North America. No problem. It probably already has. You know, Alaska's literally right there. So, um. I, the radiation is just going to spin around right up there in the Arctic for a minute and before it spreads all the way uh, across. And, and it's really not going to have that that big of an effect from what I can tell unless they're covering up a whole bunch of stuff right now. But they got a, I a nuclear nightmare I just want to know what the security is unlike that. I mean, at least in your own country, uh, if you have a nuclear plan, if anyone decides to mess with you, you have your own country's defenses now they're taking a 3,000 mile boat ride with a floating um, uh, power station that anyone can shoot at what where's the defenses for this boat I don't understand how you protect that Um, dude I don't don't know what they're doing it it just does not make any sense to me that's going to the small arctic town of Pevik does Pevik need a nuclear reactor is there something did I miss that (laughs) my weekly briefs or I, I don't understand. I don't know. So, I don't know. We'll have to, I'm sure that story is going to be developing as we go. Nuclear, right, nuclear and reactors and nuclear anything really kind of scares me. It should scare everybody. That stuff has a shelf life of like 25,000 years. And a tidal wave and an earthquake simply a tidal wave and an earthquake, which we have them all the time, just completely destroyed Fukushima over in Japan uh, a couple of years back. So was that 2010? So, uh, you know, we can't forget these things because it's, it's, it's 25,000 years of that area and other areas are affected. Now the entire Pacific Ocean at this point has gotten some radiation from that radio, from that um, reactor uh, melting down. And it melted down because it got seawater in the core. I just, we kind of need to stop. We're only here for you know, 100 years. We can't figure out how to just survive that. You know, we're lucky. Well, it's we're a good thing we were so good to our oceans that we wouldn't have a problem if a nuclear reactor melted into our ocean. Luckily, we keep such good care of our oceans now that it wouldn't matter much. Wow. No, we don't. And it matters. Oh, we've got so many. Dude, we just are continuing to dump garbage on this place. I don't mean to sound like I'm whining. I do sound like I'm whining and complaining. Everywhere I look, there's garbage. People just pick up after themselves. It's just, oh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. All right, guys, we've got 20 minutes to follow, and we're going to take um, another quick break. This is Brandon Justin Crumb. Circles will be back in three minutes. Give us a call last twenty last fifteen minutes, three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Listen to standing on my soapbox with Scott and Craig. We'll be right back.
Brian Justin Crumb with Circles. Guys, you have about uh, 15 minutes to call in before we're finished for the week here on Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. I don't think I have much more interesting stuff in uh, politics or news. I guess we could – well, I do have in politics um, of the uh, gay Republican group, the Log Cabin Republicans, endorsed Trump last week. And then this week and today, they decided to file a brief that uh, they can now discriminate against uh, gay workers because they're not protected. Um, for, so anyone can fire you for being gay now in all states. Right now, there's 30 states that have protections and 20 that, 21 that don't. So that's kind of amusing to me. And is there any other news news before we go to... Well, we can do a a, a combination of uh, pop culture news. Uh, Supreme Court Associate uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg disclosed today that she had another um, cancerous tumor on her pancreas that she just finished today, three weeks of radiation therapy, and she has a new clean bill of health, which is good, which I'm glad she didn't scare me about for the last three weeks. So. Good for her. She was at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center for the last three weeks on an outpatient basis to get radiation on a localized malignant tumor on her pancreas starting July 31st. But that is all done, and she has another clean bill of health. So go RBG, the notorious RBG. Yeah, that's good. All right, let's go to... Pop culture. We've got a couple things to talk about in that today. Um, we've been talking. Well, we can it's start going on for a couple. Of weeks. Go ahead. Well, Go I'm ahead. Sorry. All right. Um, uh, we we were just. Uh, I'm just having a hard time because uh, uh, the whole Me Too movement. I, I started out with this. Um, uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, with you know, you calling me luscious. Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's very hypersensitive in, in 2019. Like you can't even turn and they're, they're talking about this on 90210. I don't know if you've been watching this. Um, but like, uh, Ian Ziering is, is going, uh, you know, I can't even compliment a woman without just being just absolutely attacked. And, and it's, we live in a, in a different world and you know, how we're, anyone how was anyone supposed to know in 1960s 70s 80s 90s you know even early 2000s how is anybody supposed to know that these things can be considered offensive and right and so you know i i, I um i i wanted to talk a little bit about placido domingo because he's going through it right now as well um because there were He's being accused of uh, sexual misconduct, and and it's he from. It's so hard to, especially rock stars, and you know, Placido Domingo may not be a rock star, but he is one of the three tenors. I mean, you know, it's one of the most brilliant voices uh, uh, that anyone's ever heard, that any human has ever heard. So. Uh, you know, the rock stars, literally women are, are, are throwing themselves at them. They're, they're, you know, I mean, it's, it's not like they have a, a choice a lot of times. It's, so that was the behaviors of those times, and it even happens now. There's those behaviors that happen with current rock stars. So, so you know, I mean, Elvis had panties and all sorts of stuff thrown on, on you know, his stage and, and, and stuff like that. So I, the behaviors of the past are really tough to actually be responsible for because of what was actually happening at that time 
between couples, between people. Right. I mean, it's it's a very kind of a slippery soap, and we we have to take accountability for actions. If someone else is coming on to you, that's one thing. If if you're then that person should be responsible. I mean, we have to kind of look at it from the R. Kelly thing too. There's where does it become from groupie to him assaulting them or him being sexually assaulted? That. Who started it first? And, and it's, it's a real thin line we're at right now. I want to be, there should never be acceptability to take advantage of someone for their position. But if someone is throwing themselves at you, do you have to take the high road every time and not reciprocate affection that's been throwing at you? Um, I think it, there's the big difference between being the instigator of it and responding to someone else's instigation. And that's what I think is needs to be examined more than anything else. Right. But yeah, that I mean that's kind of rocked the opera world. Opera is a big deal to a lot of people and uh he was scheduled to do a quite a bit of openings. I mean he's uh, we've talked about here, he's one of the three tenors. He was scheduled to open quite a few events. I know that uh, Audrey McDonald had to take over for him in the Philadelphia Orchestra he was supposed to do. I know the L.A. Philharmonic is looking at, they're investigating right now what to do and looking at replacing him and have him on hold. I mean, this this is affecting not only him, but all these companies um, that opera is a part of and has their season starting right now. And they have to now take, because of the movement, they have to take a serious look at this, um, which, I mean, I guess you should if they're credible allegations, but trying to find credible these days is really tough. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all right. plays out. Yeah, a lot of this, you know, that's how that's how Bill Cosby um, got nailed on this, because you, you have to really prove that there was sexual misconduct. And right. uh, the, 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 the thing that, you know, got Bill on this was, or Mr. Cosby, whatever, um, uh, is that one of the women had gone to the police and the LAPD had either um, denied it or covered it up. Like they're, they're like, we can't go against Dr. Huxtable, you know, he's, <laughs> we can't do that. So, um, right. So uh, there was a report made at the time, and and that is proof. Um, so uh, you know, I'm I, I just I, I actually know Placido Domingo, and um, and I've I've watched him film videos. I've been there for one of his Christmas videos, um, and uh, and I've I've hung out with him. I've had dinner with him, uh, and it was all via. Katie and uh, um, uh, it's it's just I I never saw anything like that when I when I was hanging out with him but you know that doesn't mean it didn't happen at another time in another place Um, and you know like I said he's he's a freaking rock star so it can be really really complicated I you know the major complication is that he's married and that his wife is just got to be furious you know, at the at the allegations, number one, and then if he did do anything, you know, just absolutely furious for for cheating on on her, and and you know, but that's their that's their relationship. That's not it's not for us to to be there to decide on that. Um, but you know, if it was if it was without their consent, and you know, and, and all of that. Then uh, it does need to be it does need to be addressed, um, but you know it's it's really complicated when you're when you're a rock star or when you're at that that place in in stardom because people just in yeah, general you don't get a pass you don't get a pass to being throwing yourself you don't get, get a pass for get, it but it's but it's complicated people are throwing themselves to you um, yeah and you reciprocate where that's is one that yeah. right. But you know, yeah, where, you, you, and, and it can be really like gray. It can be just a really big gray area. It's like there's so many well, people that are interested you in you. Think that then, it's okay, it's not. The, I don't think it's really that gray. I think whoever the aggressor is, 
it's their fault. But when you're so, we have, so, like you said, so many people throwing themselves at you, then you get right. in your head that it's okay to throw yourself at people because it happens Self to you at all somebody the time. else. Yep. So you, yep. you lose that sense of perspective. It doesn't make it right. right. What you're doing is wrong. What people are doing to you have been wrong this entire time. But your perspective gets skewed when it's <laughs> happening to you do constantly. do that. And I just yeah, said do exactly. <laughs> Did okay, I swear? I just said do do. You said do do. Twelve year old Craig just came out. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's funny. I but yeah, I mean, I can I can understand that. I can understand the mentality behind it because you're so used to it happening to you that you lose the perspective that it's bad to do to somebody else because it's just constantly right. being done to you. But whoever the aggressor is, it is their fault. And uh, you just right. happen to lose the perspective, I think, when it's happening to you on such a regular basis, when you are a pop well, star. Well, yeah, a, if, there, if there's people that are throwing themselves at you and, and you're not really interested, but you're still there um, and you're still dealing with it. And then there's people that you are attracted to that you feel you should be throwing yourself at the same way that right. they have been throwing themselves at you. So it, like right. I said, it's, it's very complicated when you're, when you're at that stature, when you're, when you're at that place, when you're, when you're, when you're a star, when you're a rock star, I've known a number of rock stars. So I, you know, I, I, I get an idea of what it's like to have all these people, you know, all different genders just, just coming after you. And all they want is to like make out with you. So, right. you know, they, they don't want anything else. And I mean, I'm sure they'd love to be friends too, but you know, they're, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's really overwhelming. It can be actually overwhelming. There's so many people that are throwing themselves at you. Well, no, I mean, it's so commonplace that there's an actual dictionary lexicon term for it, star effers. I mean, it's it's an actual lexicon yeah. because it, it's such a common yeah. practice, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it does. It definitely does happen. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Crazy stuff. So hopefully, like I said, they're doing an investigation into it. We'll see what happens. You know, hope for his marriage's sake and just for his career's sake that it's not true. Um, you, you yeah, they've had to cancel a bunch of bunch of dates and stuff. But there are right. other people that that aren't canceling. There are other performers that are like, no, he hasn't. You know, no, nothing's been proven, and you know, I'm still performing with him. So there's other right. people that are continuing to do their performances. This is true. All right, so we have that. What else do we have in pop culture? Um, I don't know if there's a pop culture back in the but news today. They, uh, <laughs> well, because they're probably going to just drop it. The city of Chicago is probably just going to drop it. Well, the, that's not necessarily a Chicago judge today named a special prosecutor to look into why the state prosecutors abruptly dropped it. So they opened up uh, a new case today. So okay. um, a judge, Michael Tumlin or Tuman. He appointed U.S. Uh, Attorney Dan Webb for a special prosecutor to bring, he could possibly bring new charges against Smollett. Um, so they're looking into why it was dropped. So this is the case that just won't die for some reason. Um, yeah. So a judge, go ahead and bring that well, say in Chicago. Because he won't, he won't pay the whatever the fees are, and now the fees are everything's just growing. It's not like they ever stop growing because they're continuing to push right, new cases right. and the old case. So, yeah, and, and the fees originally were like 160 grand, and he's like, I'm not paying this, you know. And right. and actually, I, I I he keeps I keep seeing videos of him, and I keep seeing uh, other people talking about it. I keep hearing other people talking about it, um, and they. And, I, I don't know what to believe. I, I believe that he didn't really set it up from what I can see. So if he didn't set it up, if it was set up by people that knew him, but he didn't set it up, then, then I, I'm not, I'm, I'm seriously not sure what, what the deal is. It really happened to him then. It just wasn't yep. two white well, guys. They're going to play it out. It was two black guys. Now it's, it's, it's back being investigated again. So who knows? Wow. And that, boys and girls, is all we have time to talk about this week. 
Thanks so much for listening in for another great week of Standing on My Soapbox. Craig, thanks wow, so much show for being my quick, co-host. Dude. My no, thank illustrious you, co-host. I appreciate it. <laughs> Careful. Co-host. Careful. Thank you so much for that. Um, guys, we'll be back next week, Monday to Friday <laughs> at a 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time every day here on That's a Straight Radio Network. We're going to play out with little Damien Escobar. This is Fire to the Rain. Guys, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye-bye. Peace.